0: Scripture quotations taken from the NASB. Copyright The Lockman Foundation. Welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading. This is week 28, day 2. We're going to start our reading today in 1 Kings chapter 13. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, you are righteous. You are right in all your judgments. No one can stand before you. We ask for your mercy, your kindness. We pray that you will bring our nation back, bring ourselves back to you. You have that power. We pray that you will use us to start the change for good, to bring people to you. We pray that you would be glorified. pray this through Jesus. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 13 Now behold, there came a man of God from Judah to Bethel by the word of the Lord, while Jeroboam was standing by the altar to burn incense. He cried against the altar by the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord. Behold, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name, and on you he shall sacrifice the priests of the high places who burn incense on you, and human bones shall be burned on you. Then he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be split apart, and the ashes which are on it shall be poured out. Now when the king heard the saying of the man of God, which he cried against the altar in Bethel, Jeroboam stretched out his hand from the altar, saying, Seize him! But his hand, which he stretched out against him, dried up, so that he could not draw back to himself. The altar also was split apart, and the ashes were poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. The king said to the man of God, Please entreat the Lord your God and pray for me that my hand may be restored to me. So the man of God entreated the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him, and it became as it was before. Then the king said to the man of God, Come home with me and refresh yourself, and I will give you a reward. But the man of God said to the king, If you were to give me half your house, I would not go with you, nor would I eat bread or drink water in this place. For so it was commanded me by the word of the Lord, saying, You shall eat no bread nor drink water, nor return by the way which you came. So he went another way, and did not return by the way which he came to Bethel. Now an old prophet was living in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the deeds which the man of God had done that day in Bethel, the words which he had spoken to the king. These also they related to their father." Their father said to them, Which way did he go? Now his sons had seen the way which the man of God who came from Judah had gone. Then he said to his sons, Saddle the donkey for me. So they settled the donkey for him, and he rode away on it. So he went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said to him, Are you the man of God who came from Judah? And he said, I am. Then he said to him, Come home with me and eat bread. He said, I cannot return with you, nor go with you, nor will I eat bread or drink water with you in this place. For a command came to me by the word of the Lord, you shall eat no bread, nor drink water there, do not return by the way which you came. He said to him, I also am a prophet like you, and an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with you to your house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied to him. So he went back with him, and ate bread in his house, and drank water. Now it came about as they were sitting down at the table that the word of the Lord came to the prophet who had brought him back. And he cried to the man of God who came from Judah, saying, Thus says the Lord, Because you have disobeyed the command of the Lord and have not observed the commandment which the Lord your God commanded you, but have returned and eaten bread and drunk water in the place of which he said to you, Eat no bread and drink no water, your body shall not come to the grave of your fathers. It came about after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk that he saddled the donkey for him, for the prophet whom he had brought back. Now when he had gone, a lion met him on the way and killed him, and his body was thrown on the road, with the donkey standing beside it. The lion also was standing beside the body. And behold, men passed by and saw the body thrown on the road, and the lion standing beside the body. So they came and told it in the city where the old prophet lived. Now when the prophet who brought him back from the way heard it, he said, It is the man of God who disobeyed the command of the Lord. Therefore the Lord has given him to the lion, which has torn him and killed him according to the word of the Lord which he spoke to him. Then he spoke to his son, saying, Saddle the donkey for me. And they saddled it. He went and found his body thrown on the road, with the donkey and the lion standing beside the body. The lion had not eaten the body, nor torn the donkey. So the prophet took up the body of the man of God, and laid it on the donkey, and brought it back. And he came to the city of the old prophet to mourn and to bury him. He laid his body in his own grave, and they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother! After he had buried him, he spoke to his son, saying, When I die, bury me in the grave in which the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the thing shall surely come to pass which he cried by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel, and against all the houses of the high places which are in the cities of Samaria. After this event, Jeroboam did not return from his evil way, but again he made priests of the high places from among all the people. Any who would, he ordained, to be priests of the high places. This event became sin in the house of Jeroboam, even to blot it out and destroy it from off the face of the earth. Chapter 14 At that time, Abijah, the son of Jeroboam, became sick. Jeroboam said to his wife, Arise now and disguise yourself, so that they will not know that you are the wife of Jeroboam, and go to Shiloh. Behold, Ahijah the prophet is there, who spoke concerning me, that I would be king over this people. Take ten loaves with you, some cakes, and a jar of honey, and go to him. He will tell you what will happen to the boy. Jeroboam's wife did so, and arose and went to Shiloh, and came to the house of Ahijah. Now Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were dim because of his age. Now the Lord had said to Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam is coming to inquire of you concerning her son, for he is sick. You shall say thus and thus to her, for it will be when she arrives that she will pretend to be another woman. When Ahijah heard the sound of her feet coming in the doorway, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam, why do you pretend to be another woman? For I am sent to you with a harsh message. Go, say to Jeroboam, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Because I exalted you from among the people and made you leader over my people Israel and tore the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you, yet you have not been like my servant David who kept my commandments and who followed me with all his heart to do only that which was right in my sight. You also have done more evil than all who were before you and have gone and made for yourself other gods and molten images to provoke me to anger and have cast me behind your back. Therefore, behold, I am bringing calamity on the house of Jeroboam and will cut off from Jeroboam every male person, both bond and free in Israel. And I will make a clean sweep of the house of Jeroboam as one sweeps away dung until it is all gone. Anyone belonging to Jeroboam who dies in the city, the dogs will eat. And he who dies in the field, the birds of the heavens will eat. For the Lord has spoken it. Now you arise, go to your house. When your feet enter the city, the child will die. All Israel shall mourn for him and bury him. For he alone of Jeroboam's family will come to the grave, because in him something good was found toward the Lord God of Israel in the house of Jeroboam. Moreover, the Lord will raise up for himself a king over Israel, who will cut off the house of Jeroboam this day and from now on. For the Lord will strike Israel as a reed is shaken in the water, And he will uproot Israel from this good land which he gave to their fathers, and will scatter them beyond the Euphrates River, because they have made their ashram, provoking the Lord to anger. He will give up Israel on account of the sins of Jeroboam which he committed, and with which he made Israel to sin. Then Jeroboam's wife arose, and departed, and came to Tirzah. As she was entering the threshold of the house, the child died. All Israel buried him and mourned for him according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke through his servant Ahijah the prophet. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he made war and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. The time that Jeroboam reigned was twenty-two years, and he slept with his fathers, and Nadab his son reigned in his place. Now Rehoboam the son of Solomon reigned in Judah. Rehoboam was forty-one years old when he became king, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord had chosen from all the tribes of Israel to put his name there, and his mother's name was Naamah the Ammonitess. Judah did evil in the sight of the Lord, and they provoked him to jealousy more than all that their fathers had done with the sins which they committed. For they also built for themselves high places and sacred pillars and asherim on every high hill and beneath every luxuriant tree. There were also male cult prostitutes in the land. They did according to all the abominations of the nations which the Lord had dispossessed before the sons of Israel. Now it happened in the fifth year of King Rehoboam that Shishak, the king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem. He took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house, and he took everything, even taking all the shields of gold which Solomon had made. So King Rehoboam made shields of bronze in their place, and committed them to the care of the commanders of the guard who guarded the doorway of the king's house. Then it happened, as often as the king entered the house of the Lord, that the guards would carry them and would bring them back into the guards' room. Now the rest of the acts of Rehoboam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? There was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. And his mother's name was Naamah the Ammonitess, and Abijam his son became king in his place. Now to the book of 2nd Chronicles. 2nd Chronicles, chapter 12. When the kingdom of Rehoboam was established and strong, he and all Israel with him forsook the law of the Lord. And it came about in Rehoboam's fifth year, because they had been unfaithful to the Lord, that Shishak king of Egypt came up against Jerusalem with 1,200 chariots and 60,000 horsemen. And the people who came with him from Egypt were without number, the Lubim, the Sukum, and the Ethiopians. He captured the fortified cities of Judah and came as far as Jerusalem. Then Shemaiah the prophet came to Rehoboam and the princes of Judah who had gathered at Jerusalem because of Shishak, and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, You have forsaken me, so I also have forsaken you to Shishak. So the princes of Israel and the king humbled themselves and said, The Lord is righteous. When the Lord saw that they humbled themselves, the word of the Lord came to Shimeiah, saying, They have humbled themselves, so I will not destroy them, but I will grant them some measure of deliverance, and my wrath shall not be poured out on Jerusalem by means of Shishak. But they will become his slaves, so that they may learn the difference between my service and the service of the kingdoms of the countries." So Shishak king of Egypt came up against Jerusalem and took the treasures of the house of the lord and the treasures of the king's palace. He took everything. He even took the golden shields which Solomon had made. Then king Rehoboam made shields of bronze in their place and committed them to the care of the commanders of the guard who guarded the door of the king's house. As often as the king entered the house of the lord, the guards came and carried them and then brought them back into the guard's room. And when he humbled himself, the anger of the Lord turned away from him so as not to destroy him completely. And also conditions were good in Judah. So King Rehoboam strengthened himself in Jerusalem and reigned. Now Rehoboam was forty-one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord had chosen from all the tribes of Israel to put his name there, and his mother's name was Naamah the Ammonitess. He did evil because he did not set his heart to seek the Lord." Now the acts of Rehoboam, from first to last, are they not written in the records of Shimeiah the prophet and of Iddo the seer, according to the genealogical enrollment? And there were wars between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David, and his son Abijah became king in his place. Now to the book of Psalms. Psalm 47. Oh clap your hands, all peoples, shout to God with the voice of joy, for the Lord Most High is to be feared, a great king over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us, and nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the glory of Jacob, whom he loves, Selah. God has ascended with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet, sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our king, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a skillful psalm. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people have assembled themselves as the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to the Lord. He is highly exalted. Now to the New Testament. Titus chapter 2. But as for you, speak the things which are fitting for sound doctrine. Older men are to be temperate, dignified, sensible, sound in faith, in love, in perseverance. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips nor enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good, so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands, so that the word of God will not be dishonored. Likewise, urge the young men to be sensible. In all things, show yourself to be an example of good deeds, with purity in doctrine, dignified, sound in speech, which is beyond reproach, so that the opponent will be put to shame, having nothing bad to say about us. Urge bond slaves to be subject to their own masters in everything, to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith, so that they will adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in every respect. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires, and to live sensibly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus, who gave himself for us to redeem us from every lawless deed, and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good deeds. These things speak and exhort and reprove with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Well, let us be that people for God's possession. Let us humble ourselves before God. Until next time, let's keep meditating on the words of God.